Oppression is to be burdened or to be kept down or by harsh or unjust force or authority or a weight. Or constrictions. These boys that's been in, in jail and in prison, there's oppression there because we're restricted. We're constricted to go into to where uh, the food is, to our warmth, our heat, our cover. We're just what just whatever they want to give us. So we see oppression happens big time in in prisons, in jails. We see in alcohol and, and drugs that depression comes down. Alcohol is a depressant. We think it makes us feel good and we go good, but I've woke up many of a weekend depressed to death, just, just totally out of my mind. We wonder why suicides happen. Because people won't listen to God. And I go do that that I think will make me feel good, and the wind-up of it is, is taking me to hell. And I'm depressed, and I spent all of my money, and, and, and my life is just wasted. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. Why I see America so depressed today, we're spoiled rotten. Amen, we've been blessed. We've had everything we want. We run to the grocery store. I thought the gas prices is the least of my worries. It, it hinders me, but it's the least of my worries. Because it's in the Bible, these things are going to happen, and troubles are going to come to us. And I believe I mentioned it Wednesday night. I called to check on K1 kerosene, and I believe it said it was $5.59 a gallon. And I said, well, ma'am, there's going to be a lot of cold butts this winter. So, you know, that bothers me worse than the gasoline. We don't have to go every minute and ride the parkway or run to the beach or go to the pleasures of this whole world. But glory to God, we've got to have a little heat. We need a little heat. We need, we need a little food to keep us going. We don't need all the food that we've been getting, but we need a little to keep us going. But the one thing that really bothers me, and, and it's still today, oppresses me is how God has blessed America and we don't stop and give him praise. We don't stop and give him glory. And I, I got a text this this week and, and uh, all texts, and I'm pretty bad on texting myself, but all texts ain't bad. And I got a, a text message this week and they said his age had come on and they've not been to church in a great while. But they said they begin to understand that that, that, that what it took, they, they understood that it took the grace of God for an old man like me to just keep going. Amen. And a, an old woman like Emma just keep going. It takes the grace of God. Amen. To keep us going. So if we quit, who is going to show them that the grace of God is still working? So it keeps us going. I'm going to read one verse and then I may read a whole chapter. If y'all would stay with me, pray for George. He must have got worse or got feeling bad there. Pray for George. I'm thank God that he got in and got in for Sunday school. Amen. I thought last week and <laughs> on, on my 
at 9 o'clock every Sunday, every day, at 9 o'clock every morning, a verse of Scripture comes up. Todd and Melissa, some of them set it up for me. might have been TJ. But the verse of Scripture books that came up last week was Romans 8, 28. The day of the month was 8, 28. We come in and butch talk on 8, 28. That ain't all just coincidence. God's trying to get us in shape to receive what's coming our way. Amen. Amen. To be able to stand. And I thought most of my complaining is about how bad I feel and I'm getting old and this is a hurting and that's fell all to pieces. But I'm going to read to you what Jesus come. And this is, this is in the 10th chapter. 10th chapter and the 38th verse is what God's laid on my heart today. And he said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And oppressed is what God has laid on my heart. And it says that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost, amen, and he went about healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And I thought as I saw these families, and I, I talked with these families, and I've talked with about four different families this week, and I thought about the oppression that's on them. And the Bible said that Jesus come to heal those that were oppressed of who? Of the devil. Oppressed of the devil. And they were, oppression is just a, a black cloud over us that we're bound down and we can't get out and seemingly do what we want to do, and us that are saved, we know what God wants us to do. If we've been saved any amount of time, we know that God wants us to pray, and we know that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost, amen, and, and he went out and healed all that were oppressed of the devil. So if we've been saved, we know that we have been healed by, by the oppression of Satan, Jesus Christ healed us and forgive us of our sin, amen, and set us up on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. So if we fooled around, listen to me, if we fooled around and let the devil come back and oppress us and bring us down till we've lost our joy and lost our smile and lost our shout, lost our testimony. I went this week and prayed with a lady 95 years old and she fell and cracked her hip, but she's up up walking, and, and I've been in church with her ever since I got saved 54 years ago, amen, uh, and, and God, is, God has been good to us, and, and I talked to her, and she said, Bill, it beats any time I've ever seen in my life, and I've been saved 54 years, and I don't even know, probably, probably 75, she's been saved, she said, I've never seen a time like this, and I, as we talked on, she said, I, I saw in our church, and a lady that I run off on her husband said she didn't do him right at all, but she came back to church, amen, and 
jumped right up in the choir like there was nothing wrong. Everything was all right. So we're living in a time today that our conscience is seared as with a hot iron. And I thought about we won't listen. And I want you to listen carefully uh, about Peter here. Peter, uh, uh, glory to God. And I may go back and read a whole bunch of it. Uh, but Peter there, and, and, and he was a Jew, amen, and Peter didn't want to have anything to do uh, with the Gentiles. Didn't have, and today there's so many people we don't want to have anything to do with. And these that they stood up and, and some others that didn't stand up and some names wasn't called, we're total miracles uh, uh, that God has, uh, has blessed. And if somebody hadn't had something to do with an old drunk like Bill, where would I have been today if somebody hadn't prayed for me and somebody had enough faith to believe that I wasn't going to continue that way? I too many said he's going to be just like his daddy. He'll never straighten up. He'll always drink liquor. But there's a few, glory to God, said I'm going to pray for him. I believe there's hope for him. I believe he can pull out of this message in just like you today, honey. I, I, they said book but never meant to nothing, glory to God. And, Butch has made thousands of dollars, amen, and God's one, uh, Butch is, uh, God has used Butch to win hundreds of people to the Lord and to go into the prison, and the church world out there saying he'll never amount to anything. Uh, uh, he's been through prison, he's a drug addict, uh, and he'll return to it, and some does, but listen, honey, uh, uh, there's a few been set free by the marvelous grace of God. Uh, can I tell you something? They ain't all bound by Satan. Uh, uh, they ain't all under oppression. Uh, Oh, we've not all give up because trouble come to our house. Well, glory to God because a little sickness come. I, I, we didn't throw in the towel and say, I can't go. I, I'm glad there's a few got up this morning and said, I'm going to the house of God. I, I'm going to stick out the battle. I, I'm going to fight the battle. I, I'm going to win. I, and to my dying grave, I'm going to give my testimony. I, what a great God that we serve today. I, I'm glad the church, the real church, of God ain't dying, honey, but there is a falling away because they don't know Jesus. They don't know the fullness of the gospel. They don't know the power of God. Amen. We find Peter there. And I believe Peter was a devout Pharisee. I'm going to read it to you right here in the Word. You don't care if I do a whole lot of reading. Jesus told Peter, the angel, God sent an angel to Peter. And you know what Peter answered? She said, not so, Lord. I've never eaten anything common or unclean. So he was a devout church member. Amen. God showed him a vision, and you all know the vision, and the sheet come down. And all manner of animals was in it. And the Lord, the angel, sent the Lord to Peter and said, Rise and eat, Peter. Not so, Lord. I ain't never eat nothing common or unclean. I'm going to tell you, God's calling some of us today, and you know what we're saying? I ain't never eat nothing common or unclean. I ain't never been in sin like these other people. I ain't going to witness of the saving grace of God. I'm not going to do what God wants me to do. Not so, Lord. I'm not going to mingle myself with that bunch. Amen. There's a bunch sitting out there today. Listen to what I'm saying. 
self-righteous bunch that got saved when they was four years old, amen, and five years old and eight years old, and they're saying, I'm not going to church and sit with that bunch of hypocrites. I'm just as good as they are. Honey, they are oppressed by the devil, and Jesus said that he come, God sent him, amen, filled him with the Holy Ghost, amen, to take care of the oppression of us that's in trouble. I shouldn't be oppressed. I shouldn't be depressed. I ought to be shouting the house down today that God has given me strength to be in his house, that my pain's eased up a little bit. He's took care of my family and my wife and my children. We could have all been wiped out, Honey, there's so many good things that God has done uh, uh, that we overlook when the oppression comes and we look how bad we've had it, uh, how hard things is. Uh, I don't nobody like me. Everything is against us. I'm going to tell you something, honey. To have a friend, you got to show yourself friendly. Smile once in a while. Shout once in a while. Give God glory once in a while. Uh, amen for what he's done. You know, I could be sick as George right now. But glory to God, I've just got minor pain compared to what he's going through. Amen. I'm glad God has touched us and let us come to the house of God. But Peter said directly to the Lord, he said, Not Lord, not so, Lord. I've never eaten anything common or unclean. So Peter was just like so many church people. Hello, we shine our shoes, we put on our suit, we look good and we go to church. But we're sitting there just like Peter. Amen. We just got a pharisaical religion. Amen. We don't really, we don't really know all that God wants us to do. So Peter there, he fell in a trance. And, and, and it, the Bible said it was about probably about lunchtime, about the sixth hour. And he said he was hungry. He went upstairs and he fell in a trance. And he saw, he saw this vision. But he was doubting and he wondered what this is all about. Can I tell you something today? We're not close enough to God to see a vision anymore. Hey, we're not close enough to God to see a dream anymore. We're not close enough to God to see where the trouble is anymore. If they were here, I could go lay my hands on some that's been defeated this morning, been defeated this morning by the oppression of the devil. There's nothing, church, that I've ever been through as a Christian would oppress you no more than your children. That would get you any more out of heart. Make you want to throw in the towel. Give up. Make you feel like a failure. Make you not want to face tomorrow. That, that's what the devil's about. Honey, but glory to God, it's time that we get up. I, I could go to you and, and one cried. Here we talked to one Wednesday night. We cried. We cried. We prayed. Amen. And how the ex is beating us down and, and, and knocking us out. And we let the oppression of the devil... Let me tell you something. I could have laid it home and took care of Janet this morning. But Janet knows God called me to preach the gospel. God will take care of her. Next week I may have to stay with her. But glory to God, God is taking care of her. Honey, where is, where is our church today? I talked to a church that was running 300 up in Virginia down to 75. Tell me it ain't a falling away. Are you going to be next? Or are you going to be next? 
Are we going to sit like, back like Peter and say, I ain't a fool with them. I've never eaten nothing common or unclean. I'm not going out there and get down to where they're at. I'm not going out there and get down in the dirt and pray. I'm not going to pray on the side of the road. I'm not going into the jails. I ain't going where they're at, glory to God, because I'm better than them. You listen to what I'm saying today. I know people that's too good to let their own children come into their house. Hello? I know that. I appreciate you taking them in. Yes, Scotty stole off of me. These times I'd like to tuck his head off right even with his shoulders. Many of him both would have been in hell. But today he's in the house of God. Amen. Scotty, there ain't nothing makes me no prouder of you than to see you in the house of God. If you go back, I'm thinking about cutting your head off again. Amen. <laughs> we need to stay in the house of God. We need to stay where God wants us to be. We need to be soldiers. Brenda, what would you give for yours to line up across here and the whole family sit together and smile at you in church? I'm begging, family, would you come in? Would you come into the church house of God? Don't be oppressed or listen to the devil. Wouldn't you love to have your whole family with you this morning, honey? It would be such a blessing. And if we ain't careful, Satan will oppress us just a little bit, amen, and get us discouraged and say, what's the use to go? I'm going to tell you there's a use to go, amen. Glory, you don't know how many times I prayed for you, Ross Brown, right there you said, amen. Drink liquor with your daddy, run up and down the road, rolled over in cars with your daddy, amen. Some said, well, God will never be in church. Our God's in church. Don't have at it, honor, glory to God. They say there ain't no hope for you. There's hope, amen. Long as you got breath, there's hope, amen. glory to God, in Jesus Christ. Peter, Peter, glory to God, he didn't quite understand. But after this thing, he began to hover it over in his mind. And there's a man down the road, you all know him, Cornelius. Everybody's preached about Cornelius. Amen. But he was a Gentile. He's down the road, and the Bible said he's about, I believe, about the, uh, the 3 o'clock in the morning, about the ninth hour. 3 o'clock in the morning, and he said, he's praying, and the angel said something in bright clothing, come down and, and spoke to me, and told me, oh, glory to us, some things that I need to do. Some things that I need to do. And he said, your, your prayer and your arms has been reached into heaven. Can I tell you something? There's some Gentiles' prayers that reached into heaven. I remember an old lady, amen, Claude Bartley's wife, amen, old preacher Claude Bartley's wife. And she'd come over to see Claude's family, and I had a picnic table out there, and there I sat with a jug of white liquor on the side of 89. This old lady come by and she said, I'd like to invite you to church. Won't you come on out to church? She'd done that several times. And she'd walk across there and come back to the church on Sunday. You know, and that was getting to me. That, that was getting to me. And then I'm going to tell you when she turned me off. I got saved. <laughs> I got saved. She come through. She said, she'd tell you what she thought. <laughs> she she said, I don't understand why you've got to drive all the way up in Virginia to church and there's one right here in your back door. I just don't understand that. There she was, an old Christian, but didn't understand where God had put me. Amen. Didn't understand. You know, everybody don't understand why I'm at Mount Vernon. God put me here. Everybody wants to place everybody where everybody wants everybody else to be. Amen. 
So, I mean, that, that's an old Christian. That was a preacher's wife. That was one that loved me, and I got saved, but I didn't get saved the way she wanted me to. And I didn't park where she wanted me to. So, you know what? They ain't going to have a whole lot to do with me because I don't preach like they want me to. I ain't going to fit in the crowd because I just ain't like they want me to be. Amen? Because I don't bow down to some things. Sin is still sin. Sin is still sin. Let me read a little bit of that. That'll be good. I've done covered too much now. In the 14th verse is where Peter said in the 10th chapter of Acts. Said 13. And voice came to Peter and said, Kill, rise and eat. And Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him, uh, uh, He said, Again, second time, what God hath cleansed, that call no man, they're common. This was done thrice, and the verse vessel was received up again unto heaven. This, this was done three times, and the vessel was just received up to heaven. That's all he's going to get. God, God's tired of fooling with him. If you ain't going to eat, he'll take the vessel away from you. And while Peter doubted in himself that the division he had seen should mean Behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius was made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, which was surnamed Peter, was lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am him who you seek. What is the, what is the cause whereof you are come? <coughs> and they said, Cornelius, the centurion, a just man, and one that feareth God, and of good report among all the nations of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to send for thee, into his house, and to hear words of thee. Then called he them in, and lodged them, and on the morrow, it wasn't very far from Joppa to Caesarea, just a short distance, and they made it in a day, but he gave them rest in their house, and on the morrow, he said, they jumped up, and Peter went away with them, and certain brethren from Joppa uh, accompanied him. So they didn't just send Peter alone, amen. Some brothers went with him. Too many times today, eh, we let them go alone. And the morrow after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius awaited for them and had called together his uh, uh, kinsmen and near friends. I'm going to tell you, this is all by faith. Cornelius didn't know Peter, and Peter didn't know Cornelius. And there was Peter, glory to God, sitting up there, and Joppa starved to death and give out. Amen. And he's so tired, he just went to sleep. But a trance, he fell in a trance, a deep sleep. And God showed him, what I've cleansed, don't call no man common or unclean. And down the road, just a few miles, was a man sitting in Caesarea. Amen. That was sitting there that was praying to God. Woo, and the man, amen, he found clothes and shining clothes. Uh, come in and stepped up to him. And he said, your prayers have been heard. Your arms that I, I, I've heard your arms. You, you've reached into heaven. Amen. Glory. 
glory to God. He said, send somebody down there to Joppa, and there's a man that will tell you what to do. Can I tell you something today? We've got so smart that we don't think we need man to tell us what to do. We don't need man to lead us. We don't need man to guide us. That's why the churches are empty today. We're getting a little Internet. We're getting a little TV. We're getting a little Facebook. Amen. But we're not getting the fellowship of Almighty God. There's no place that I've ever been in my lifetime that I got the fellowship of God like my house of God. I've worshipped in shacks and tents. Amen. I've worshipped out on the ground. I've preached under apple trees, preached under, and a cow pasture under a pine tree. Uh, uh, glory to God. But I've never seen nothing like the gathering of God's people. If I was just a year or two older, glory to God, or a year or two younger, let's put it that way, I'd run out the back door. Amen. God has been good to us to let us come together. Uh, uh, brother, there ain't no fellowship. How about it, Dixon? Uh, you never felt nothing just like you felt my house of God. I don't care where you've been, where you've slept, what you've seen. Amen. There ain't nothing uh, like the house of the living God. And Satan is trying to take away uh, everything and oppress us and get us discouraged. Uh, old Jimmy Anderson needs our prayers this morning. Uh, uh, he don't need us oppressed and out of heart. Uh, uh, Justin's going to need us tonight as he stands and tries to break the bread of life. Uh, our families need us right now, honey. Uh, uh, somebody in the family's got to be strong. Uh, uh, somebody's got to stand up. Uh, uh, somebody's got to not give in, throw in the towel, uh, but stand up for the glory of God. And old Cornelius, he said he had prayed to God, and as he seen this, and he got two men, and then he got a soldier that had been a devout soldier. He said to three men, he said, go up there to Joppa. He said, this man in shining clothes has just told me he's going to tell us what we need. Amen. What we need. Sometimes when I go to revival, and I say sometimes, it's exactly what I need. Because God spoke to a man. Sometimes I come into Mount Vernon, and it's exactly what I need. This morning, I, it breaks my heart as I've seen. I've seen it just as plain as day. And I thought they would be here this morning. The families that are under oppression. The families that are in broken marriages. And they're having problems. Having children problems. And they're not in the house of God. Are we going to let the oppressor rule us? Jesus come to move the oppressor. To heal us of the oppression of Satan. Death is an oppression of Satan. But when God moves the sting of death, then it's not an oppression. Nobody wants to be sick. Bill's as bad as anybody getting ill, getting sick, getting ill, down, dying away, getting till I can't go. Nobody wants to be there. If I sit on the porch and dwell on it, oppression hits me, and I can't get up and go. But if I get up and go, there's Jesus. He's anointed us with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. To go. To be what God would have us to be. Let me jump to 23. 
Then called he them and lodged them. And on tomorrow Peter went away with them, and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And the morrow after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them and called together the kinsmen. And I know I just read this. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. And Peter took him up, saying, Stand up, I myself also am a man. What I'm trying to get to here, Peter had never seen this, that these Gentiles were equal to him. Peter was a little higher up, and he'd always been a Pharisee. But when he seen the trance in the trance, and he saw the unclean, and the Spirit said, the Spirit said, don't call nothing common or unclean that I've cleansed. How many of us are in the same shape that Peter was in? America is in the same shape. Our leaders in America are in pitiful shape. They are oppressed by Satan. They're making decisions by Satan. They have been oppressed so long that they're depressed. They're in a terrible condition. And as he talked with them, he went in and found many that were come together. As Peter talked, I'm, I'm sure he was surprised, but he obeyed God. He thought, I'm going into this man's house, and there's only three or four there, and what in the world is this all about? Why have you sent three men up here to get me? Here they started coming out of Joppa, and, and they got down there to Caesarea, and and, and, and Cornelius had called his friends and his uh, loved one, his kinsmen in. And there, there they was. And as Peter looked, I believe it become a house full. I don't doubt for one minute that it wasn't standing outside. Can I tell you something? If we'll step out by faith, things will begin to happen in our life. Amen. If you're looking at somebody you can call common or unclean, you ain't right with God. You need to get right with God. It may be somebody that God's just fixing to touch. And he said unto them, you know how that is, and unlawful thing Peter said this and he said unto them you know that is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come into contact with another nation but God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean can I tell you something today God can still show us some things if we read God's holy word honey I'm no bigger than any of the rest of you Cornelius got down and looked up to Peter, and Peter got him up, and he said, I'm just a man. I'm just a man. I'm obeying God. I've come here to tell you what God has told me to tell you. Sometimes we lift the preacher too high. The preacher is just a servant. The preacher is just a little man trying to serve what God wants you to do. Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying. Amen. Without any gain or fixing anything or changing anything, Peter didn't come to judge nobody or to beat nobody down. He said, As soon as I was sent for, I asked therefore for what intent ye have sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting within this hour, and at the ninth hour, 31st, at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard. And thine arms as he had in remembrance in the sight of God. How many, how many could say, I'm a miracle? How many of you could say in your heart 
glory to God, that you could have been wiped out easily. I told it Wednesday night after we got to church that uh, there was a, a lady pulled out the past truck and trailer right there in the straightaway. Finally, I stopped. You can ask Scotty. He slapped me. He said, Papa, she's on your side of the road. And I stopped in the road. And her still on my side of the road. And just before she got to me, she pulled in behind the truck and trailer. We could have been wiped out. I thought, I'm going to have to go up Curtis Brown's driveway, it looks like. Many times we could have been taken out. Shotguns, been swung out with a knife. Missed, amen. Send therefore to Joppa and call it hither Simon, whose surname is Peter, and he lodged in the house of one Simon a tanner by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. Immediately, these three fellows that went, they didn't know. They just went inquiring, where is Peter? Where's Simon? Surname Peter. We, we, like, we need to send to him. I bet they didn't have GPS. Hello? I bet they didn't have no telephone to get them there. Ain't it odd how they found the house? All this totally amazing to me. Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee that thou hast done that, that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here. Listen to this verse. 33. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God. We here at Mount Vernon today are present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. We're here, glory to God, to let us know that Jesus come to save, that Jesus come to heal those that are, are oppressed. Those that are depressed. I thought there's thousands, there's thousands on opiates and, 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 and anxiety medicine. Maybe you are. And on, on all kinds of medicine to stay out of depression or oppression. You know why all of this has happened? Because our whole land is oppressed. Maybe I'm going to tell you when they walked the dirt roads and went to Roaring Gap Church, I've rode a bicycle over there several times. I never heard nobody talk about being depressed. Never heard nobody stand up and say, pray for me. I've got anxiety that's just out of this world. Hello? So what's happened to us? We've got smarter and weaker. We've leaned on the doctor and the medication instead of God. Never seen anxiety medicine save nobody. I'm on medication. I'm on blood thinners. Hello? What does it do? It stops me from giving blood. What did my blood do? It helped keep somebody else alive. Satan took her to death if he could stop every one of you from giving blood. That's what he's done through AIDS and all these venereal diseases and sickness and trouble. People are dying because they ain't got no blood. People dying because they ain't got a hospital bed. Hello? Think where we're at. Satan's working whether you do or not. The Lord Jesus Christ, God Almighty, sent him and anointed Jesus Christ, amen, to take care of, to heal the oppressed, us that are oppressed. I could give up. I could throw in the towel. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel preaching, 
peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word I say, you know, which we publish throughout all Judea and begin from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed, not just a few, not just the Gentiles, not just the Jews, but all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Let me read to you right here in Acts. I like this. Acts 2 and 21. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 2 and 38 said, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. Glory to God. That's for every one of us and whosoever will. 1 Corinthians 6. Let me read that. Well, it's quite a swirl I'll ever live in. I'm going well as a racket. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. What know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Why would we want to drug up our body? It is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Why would we want to disfigure our body? It's the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, where is the Holy Ghost? It's in you. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. There's something required of us. Shannon, we need to smile when it hurts. We need to smile when there's pain. We need to praise God, amen, night and day, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. We are not our own. So what gives us authority to just pack up on Sunday and go to the beach. What gives us the authority to just pack up and go ride the parkway on Sunday? Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. He said we're not even our own. And then we wonder when trouble comes and oppression comes why we can't get a prayer through. We did not listen to God. I couldn't preach this if I packed up and went every now and then to the beach right. on Sunday. Amen. Hello? I'm proud to say I made many mistakes in my life. I've stumbled along the way and I've tried several different angles. I tried doing this and I tried doing that. Just like Peter did. But when God showed me where I needed to be, I heard it. I heard it. He said, For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. So that don't separate us. Look at this. He said, Glorify God in your body. If my body is cussing, my mouth is cussing, that ain't glorifying God. If my body is drunk, if my body is doped out, that's not glorifying God. How many of you ever heard say, yeah, I go to church when they find out you're a church member or a Christian? Yeah, I go to church. They don't know where they go. They don't know where their pastor is. 
They don't know this, and the next thing you know, they're cussing or we're cussing already. For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. My body and my spirit is God's. It's not my own. I can do everything I can to fix it. My makeup, my hair, my hairspray, amen, my, my pierced ears, amen, at my hearing aids, and put my glasses on. But till the Spirit of God move on this thing, it's about as ugly as it can be. Amen. Hello? The Spirit of God makes ugly pretty. Amen. amen. The Spirit of God makes that that ain't no count worth something. Amen. amen. That that was quiet one time can still shout. Let me read the rest of this, and I promise you all I'll quit. Amen. Y'all know where I got to? 39. And we are witnesses. We said this morning Paul didn't get to see that, but Peter did. Peter said, We are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. Can I tell you something? Peter still had to be showed some things. Even though he was there, he eat with him, he had to be showed some things. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. That's alive and dead. To him give all the prophets witness that there, though the, through the name of whosoever believeth on him shall receive remission of sin. That's what he come for. Whosoever believeth on him shall re receive remission of sin. I'm just about done. Please stay with me. While Peter was yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them that heard the word. Now I'm going to tell you why so many ain't got the Holy Ghost. They ain't heard the word. Oh, it's been preached, but they've turned deaf ears. And I'm going to tell you something. If you ain't got the Holy Ghost leading you, you may be drunk tomorrow. You may be in fornication tomorrow. You may be in a knockdown, drag out fight with your spouse, and you may kill your boss man. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're led by the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God is in you, these things ain't going to happen. Somebody can slap you on the face and you won't like it, but you ain't going to cuss. You're going to take it. How do you know I've been slapped on the face? I've been slapped in church. But I wasn't the first one. Probably won't be the last one. The devil will take over. The devil don't like it that we're not oppressed no more. The devil don't like it you're, that you're happy and we're still going to the creek to baptize. We're still able to come to church, still seeing a soul now and then saved, still reading the King James Version of God's Word. The devil don't care if you read these counterfeits. Don't make a bit of difference. He don't care how many proselytes you get as long as you don't tell them the truth. You get followers all down the road. I'm going to tell you something. Peter had to shape up when he was going to Cornelius' house to tell them the truth. 
Peter couldn't have went in the shape he was in because he would have looked down his snout at Cornelius' crowd. But Cornelius was so sure that he was in the will of God that he sent for Peter. I'm going to be willing to hear what this Peter has to say to me. And we're going to listen. And he was so sure that he invited his kinsmen and his friends. And there was some so sure in Joppa that Peter had what he needed. That we're going to go down there and help him at Cornelius' house. Caesarea was just a short distance. Probably not as far as from here to the top of the mountain. But it was a move that had to be made. I'll read this verse one more time and I'll quit. And Peter, when he was come to himself, that ain't where I'm at. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power and went about doing good. If we're going to be Christ-like, and I've always said being called a Christian is Christ-like. who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. With me, have you been oppressed this week? With me, have you been out of heart with somebody this week? Have you been to the brink, to the door of depression this week? Somebody has. Some, some ain't here. I promise you, God showed me this, laying in the bed the last couple of nights. We've let Satan beat us out of the blessings of God. We've got oppressed. We need to be excited with Justin and TJ that stepped up. They're excited. You, can you remember when you got saved, how excited? Excited. Sure, we'll get some. Stand if you will.